0: Hey everyone, welcome to GH Talk with LP, I'm LP, thank you for tuning in again, today is Wednesday, April 24th, 2019, we're going to review yesterday's episode of General Hospital. First I want to take a moment and thank all of you guys for tuning in again and for sticking with me from the beginning of these podcasts and hopefully enjoying them as much as I'm enjoying putting them together for all of you. Um, I have started a Facebook page and a group by the same name, GH Talk with LP. Um, there, you we do the same thing we do here. I want to talk to all of you guys and want you guys to reach out to me. Um, talk about past storylines too. If you have a story that you loved and would like to get um, a reaction from me about it, I would love to do one. Um, leave your scenes on the page. Um, If any of you have the app for a podcast and would like to join me and link up and have a podcast together, I would love that. Anything um, and everything. I want to be very, you know, interactive with you fans. My opinion is not the only opinion that matters at all. I want to hear what you think. And just because we don't agree doesn't mean I'm going to get upset about it. I want to hear why you think the way you think. Maybe you could uh, persuade me into becoming a believer in the way of your thinking. Who knows? Or maybe I can turn you into my evil ways. You never know. (laughs) But let's get down to business and why we're all here. General Hospital yesterday, it was a pretty good episode, I thought. Um, It started off with Christina and Michael picking up where they left off the day before, talking about DOD and everything else. And I know I have said before that I do not care for Chad's portrayal of Michael, but goodness gracious, I love Chad's and Lexi's chemistry. Like, and it figures they're brother and sister, which one of um, my friends there on Facebook land reminded me they are not blood-related brother and sister. No blood connection between Chrissy and Michael. So, though it may be very weird and uncomfortable, and I don't know if I could date my adopted brother or stepbrother or whatever, however that would be, worded or figured out. Um, but it's so planned. I mean, brothers are interchangeable and, you know, the family members are, uh, you know, we, we just swap one out for the other all the time. So maybe that could work. I love the chemistry between these two actors. Um, I, I felt like I said before the line about being alone and all that, that Chrissy was saying, she was just sick and tired of feeling alone. And I think if we are honest with ourselves for a moment in time, we've all felt like that. Maybe not as extreme to the point of Chrissy and, you know, following for the baloney and cheese of Shiloh or a type like a Shiloh. But, um, we've all, I think, felt alone in one time or another. And that resonated with me and her deliverance of that, those lines. And it was just all very powerful. And, um, but Alexis, Hello, my phone is attached to my hip. you know it's always in my hand. I'm always you know it's, something's always going on. You did not realize that you dropped your phone under the couch cushion. You didn't realize this like at no point in this time you never realized that you dropped your phone. A lot of people are speculating that Alexis did it on purpose. I cannot get down with that i as a mother i cannot I cannot believe like I understand that Alexis is you know not wanting Chris. Christina to be mad at her and all this and that. But at this point in time, I don't think even Alexis is that stupid and baddie to, you know, try to make it all better with her. I, I, at this particular moment in time, I still believe that it was an honest accident that Alexis forgot that phone. But once Chrissy realized that that phone was under that couch, her attitude completely changed. She was no longer willing to hear how great and smart she was. She was even more combative than she was to begin with, I felt. And was like, nope, nope, wrong, wrong, wrong answer, wrong this, wrong that. I'm not. She just wanted everybody to go away so she could grab that phone and dial one 800 Shiloh, and, you know, and see what was going to happen with that. Um, I, I I do believe that, that was, that's going to be her first phone call. And we will find out today if I'm correct or not. But I believe it was one 800 Shiloh, get me out of here, is the phone call that Miss Chrissy made. Um, and, uh, on the previews, we saw Alexis get in her face and say, who did you call? So that's why, another reason why I don't believe Alexis purposely did that. Like, I know she's a crazy lady at times and, you know, but she is a good mother deep, you know, she is a good mother. She always tries to do what is best for her children. She may not go about it the right way, but she always has their best interests at heart. And she knows this Shiloh and the DOD is not at the best interests of her. Christina, so I don't, I'm not down with the on-purpose part of that story, Um, another thing um, that stands out from yesterday's episode, Felicia and Laura, I love the vets, I love seeing my vets, I love it, love it, love it, Felicia, gorgeous woman, has not aged since the 80s, I feel, you know, the only thing I feel like that's really changed is her hairstyle. Um, beautiful woman, awesome actress, I'm a little disappointed she wasn't involved more in the whole Ryan Chamberlain storyline, I feel like it was a waste not to use her more, her, Mac, Lucy, I wish they were used a heck of a lot more than they were, um, but she made an appearance yesterday, did Felicia, yes she did, and she pulls out a diary of all things from behind the bar, huh, Anywho, so yes, she pulls out this diary and, you know, it's this, that, and the other thing, trying to explain to Laura how, you know, Ava's idea of trying to, you know, entice him and make him jealous by using another guy is a great idea because, you know, he will come back. He is not gone. He, you know, and this diary proves it because he did this to me. Great. <laughs> Great. I just, I, the diary thing is a little funny. It kind of reminds me of the whole bracelet thing with Anna last week. Like, why are we finding these old mementos from the past, and now all of a sudden they hold all the keys of unlocking all these doors and these mementos that we never heard about, but have supposedly been a part of these characters' lives for about 30 years or so. So it makes you wonder why we haven't heard about these things, but anywho, any who? (laughs) We're not supposed to ask these questions, all right? (laughs) But, um, so Felicia has this diary. I don't know. A part of me is, like, thinking about another book deal GH might be trying to do with, like, their travel guide to Port Charles book. Is this going to be the Felicia Chronicles? I wouldn't mind reading that book, actually, if it, um, involves any of her and Frisco and all that, which it most definitely should if it's the Felicia Chronicles. I wouldn't mind rereading that and going down memory lane on that one. Anywho, but, um, so, yeah, so Felicia's on board with the let's make Ryan jealous thing, and um, I guess by the end of the episode, she kind of has Laura on board with it. While she's while Felicia and Laura are discussing this, um, at the Metro Court, we got Ava and Kevin discussing a similar, well, the same exact plan, where I believe Ava is wanting now Kevin to help her out in this plan in the similar way that she was trying to get Scotty to help her. Um, I guess Scotty flat out refused the episode that where she was asking him. I didn't get that from Scotty. I thought it was kind of open-ended that he didn't really give a yes or a no answer, but I guess off screen he must have given a definitive no because here she is trying to get Kevin on board with her little game and Though he's making eyes at her, I feel, like, ooh, I don't know, it might be fun. I don't know the kind of sideways look he was giving her. He said no. But um, I think uh, after talking to Laura, he's going to have a change of heart and come on board. Um, Yeah, Jordan was also on this episode. Um, Jordan and Curtis and Molly, and TJ, I love Molly by the way, uh, Curtis is fine as hell, uh, um, new TJ, um, the verdict's still out on him, um, haven't seen much of him enough to really have an opinion, I did like the old TJ, I thought it, him and Molly were really cute, um, appearances alone, new TJ and Molly, really, they uh, on appearances alone, they look cute, they um, seem to be bouncing off each other pretty well, so I, I think new TJ is going to be alright. Um, New Jordan, uh, I really, really liked old Jordan, so I'm having a hard time with New Jordan. I'm still not down with that, but they were on the episode, Um, eh, and it felt like more of a filler thing where TJ's like, you know, asking his mother more medical questions because he's looked at her chart and he knows more and that she needs a kidney transplant and all this, and I just feel like it's gearing up for when we lose Oscar to his battle with cancer. And I feel as though cancer, um, sorry, excuse me, that Oscar will be the kidney donor for Jordan. And I think we're just kind of building up to that with this whole conversation and everything else. Um, and, um, I did do some, um, research because everyone's saying, you know, um, cancer patients can't be, um, donors of any kind or whatever, but I guess brain tumors are one of those special cases where for the most part, it's contained to the brain. So the other organs are not affected and can be used as donors if need be. So, um, I guess that's a possibility there. And I, I, my personal opinion, I feel like that's where the story is gearing up and heading and, um, directing us to, because we are entering May real quick, and May is not only May sweeps, the nurse's ball, and I believe it's all going to be around that time where things go down with Oscar, so I would, uh, that's my guess on that, Um, so about anything else about that whole thing, I just felt like it was a filler story, so pretty much with the whole new, uh, with Jordan and all that, Um, back with the DOD, we had Sam who, for some reason, like I said, the other day thought it was like so important for her to go back to the DOD house to find whatever and do whatever. Like, I really don't understand Sam. Samantha, what are you doing, Samantha? (sighs) Like, I'm very upset with you. I do not understand. I, uh, I guess I kind of do. She's Trying to get whatever Chrissy may have, you know, because we all know that, everyone um knows that Chrissy, you know, to have gotten as far as she got with the ceremony and all that. That she offered her confession or her truth or whatever they're calling it. And I, I believe that's what Sam is trying to go and retrieve. But girl, girl, huh, you are walking into the lion's den like, oh my God gosh, did things get super creepy and super weird real quick from Miss McCall. I don't even know. And Harmony walks in and is like, who is this? What is she doing in our living room? Um, Harmony does not trust, does not trust Miss McCall at all. And I can't blame her. Harmony seems like she's got a pretty um, smart wits about her, you know, except for the whole getting involved with Shiloh sort of thing. She does seem, you know, besides that, you know, besides the brainwashing that Shiloh has done to her, she does seem like a very smart, intelligent woman. And she, I feel like, smells Samantha's BS a mile away. And then what about that interchange, the exchange between Shiloh and Harmony and that weird pep talk chant thing that he did with her? I I just, huh? That was some weird stuff. Like this guy keeps getting weirder and weirder day after day after day. And the creep factor, like, wow, this guy, you have to admit, for the role he was hired to play, is knocking it out of the park. He gives me the creepy, creepy feels every time I hear him open his mouth. And it's so disappointing, too, because if you put it on mute and doesn't don't know anything about the Shiloh character, I find him very attractive. And you... Come on. Well, ladies out there, you if you didn't know the character, if he was a complete and total mute in front of you, you know, a picture in a magazine, just a picture in a magazine, you never heard of the character Shiloh before, or the word cult come on ladies, be honest, he's an attractive man, maybe, you know, of course he's no Jason Morgan, who is, but he's an attractive guy, and it's just really sad, because it's like, I like attractive men, <laughs> so, anyways, but yes, Harmony, she definitely is like, no, I don't trust this Samantha McCall lady at all, and almost you know, it, it is intimate not so much intimidated jealousy wise. I think she's just like mm, no, 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 no on this. Um, and then we go back to Kelly, and that th- this takes us to Kelly's, and um over at Kelly's we have. Miss Willow waiting for, or eating breakfast before school, whichever she's doing, and this is where we meet New Jordan for the first time as well, and I really wish that soaps still did, or I don't know if it's all soaps or just GH, the only soap I currently watch now is GH, I don't watch anything else, I used to watch all three of the ABC ones with all my children, One Life to Live in General Hospital, but obviously when those were canceled, I just stuck with my GH, but um, I miss when they used to do the thing, on, like the um, recording on the top. The rule of Valerie Spencer is now played by, you know, it, it eased us into it a little bit more because I have a chat group that I like to chit chat with during the live um, episode airings. I believe I've told you this before. And my group was like, between Willow's new haircut and new Jordan, uh, sorry, new Valerie, it, it was just like pandemonium. It was like, I, who's who's that woman supposed to be playing what happened to her you know it was just like too much change for one episode for one scene it was just too much to handle <laughs> for some people um let's talk about the recast of Valerie how do you all feel about it um do you think it was a good cast uh casting call do you feel what um I mean, I feel <laughs> as though that it was a horrible recast, kind of like the new Jordan. I do not see how or why they went the way they did. I mean, it just, they look nothing like the actresses that portrayed these characters before them. Um, besides, their skin color is the same. And it it just makes me wonder, like, what the heck are you doing over there, G.H.? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> Just um, really kind of dropping the ball on the recasting of Valerie and Jordan as well and it's kind of weird and TJ too actually if you want to be honest he really doesn't look like the actor who portrayed him either before him and but in all honesty from what I've seen of the new Nina that they've hired I forget her name I believe it's Cynthia and I cannot remember her last name for the life of me but I guess she's a former um, Soapstar from Guiding Light, I believe it was, and I believe she had a role in the show Lost. So right there, it sounds like an amazing actress. Um, and from what I've read, everyone says like she's got the chops to play a Nina, you know, the crazy Nina that we all know and love. That she's got the chops to handle it. But from looks alone, I was like, really? Because she doesn't look anything like her. So I'm hoping her acting will be like phenomenal that you just forget like this woman looks nothing like the original Nina for me, but, anywho, the recast could be all better, I just, I, I I don't care for any of the recasts recently, pretty much, um, but anyways, besides that, Willow is waiting, um, or eating her breakfast, like I said, and in comes Chase, and they have, they have their little chat, and after they're done talking, uh, Willow, has previously left the DoD, uh, not Willow, I'm so sorry, Harmony has now since left the DoD house and makes her way over to Kelly's and sees Willow there, where Willow and Harmony now have a discussion where the bombshell of the day went off. Kaboom! I don't think it was that much of a kaboom for a lot of fans. Um, It wasn't really for me. I kind of felt this way for a while now, that Harmony is Willow's mother. Now, this is where I, you know, I want to add where I think. I do believe, I have said that Willow is, um, Harmony is Willow's mother, but adoptive mother. I am still holding out that Willow is Nina's biological daughter. It has not been confirmed anywhere, so do not yell at me and say that's not true or whatever. It's my speculation (laughs) that Willow will be the daughter that Nina is searching for. Um, Willow, I, I mean, Harmony, I believe, adopted her in maybe not so legal circumstances or something, but either way, Harmony and Neil, I believe, were married at one point, and they adopted Willow. Um, This is where I'm not 100% sure how the story goes. I I don't know if Neil was a willing participant in joining DOD with Harmony and bringing their child into this um, home or family or whatever you want to call it. I call it a cult. Um... I don't know if that's how it went, and then once Shiloh was like, hey, let me um, screw your daughter and your wife, I think that's, or, you know, and that's where Dr. Neal was like, hey, hey, buddy, I'm not cool with that, you're not putting your nasty grubby paws on my wife or my child, I'm out, and I'm taking them with with me, and that's probably where, you know, Harmony was like, oh, no, you're not, and maybe with him leaving, that, like, exhausted any funds that Harmony would have had to pay for Shiloh's classes, you know, the $10,000 that he wanted from Christina for her furtherment of the DOD bologna and cheese that he sells. So maybe uh, maybe Harmony wasn't able to get those kinds of funds after her husband decides to leave and she stays. So she offers up her child, Willow, to, you know, fulfill that $10,000 request. I don't know. Or was it one of those situations where, you know, Harmony meets Shiloh while she's doing her, you know, housewife duties or whatever it is, stay-at-home mom duties, you know, in the park or whatever, and you should, like, kind of like Brad, how Brad got sucked in, oh, excuse me, you should come and join, we have classes for this and classes for that, early childhood development, blah, 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 blah yeah, 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 and got her in that way where Harmony took off in the middle of the night with Willow in tow, and Dr. Neal was none the wiser until he woke up with a note, maybe note, of, yeah, a dear John letter saying, hey, we're we're over here with DOD, don't bother coming for us because we're not coming, and whatever, you know, but whatever, which way this story takes, there's something about Dr. Neal that I do not trust, that I do not like. I don't know exactly what it is, but I don't trust him I don't think he's a good guy in this I I don't know I could be wrong but the way I am feeling him I don't trust him 100% and maybe that's what it is maybe that's why I don't trust him that he's holding on to this secret of yeah I had a wife that was a you know that Harmony is his wife Willow is his daughter and I was all about this and then they took off on me or I was all about it until Shiloh wanted to start touching my family and then I was like no 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 you know Um, it could go so many different ways. Um, yeah, but I feel like there's a heck of a lot more to it and Willow is not happy with Harmony at all. She does feel like she was just handed to Shiloh, as she said. Um, a fan, um, a follower of mine has also pointed out that, um, Willow in the conversation said that she didn't have a dad. So that, you know, right there, I missed that comment. I didn't hear it for myself, and I didn't have a chance to go back and try to re-watch. But um, if that is true, if that was said, then it kind of throws my whole theory out the window about him being a part of DOD, and it kind of leads you to believe that it was more of the avenue of Harmony, taking Willow in the middle of the night, and Willow must have been all extra small, because she does not remember her father, and taking off that way. So, um, yeah, uh, that could go so many different ways. And I I feel like it's going to be really interesting. We just need to be patient and let it play out. Um, I am enjoying this DOD storyline. I know many, many people online are just sick of it. They find it disgusting. They find it repulsing. They find it this, they find it that, And I get it. It is, it is gross. You know, cults are gross. Cults, uh, sex trafficking is gross. Um, anybody using their power and abusing it to take advantage of someone smaller, weaker, or, you know, is disgusting, is repulsive. But unfortunately, especially up in the New York area, which is where Port Charles, where we're supposed to believe Port Charles is, that's where, you know, Port Charles is, is up upstate New York. But here in real life, in upstate New York, There is a story so similar to this that it's crazy. I think I touched upon this yesterday. And it's like every day it gets more and more. Like, holy crap. It's something that we need to be aware of, especially um, young women in the world today. Like, it's not a safe place. It never really has been, but I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it ain't getting any better. Um, Times are getting worse. People are getting more desperate. It's crazy. Um, I'm not from New York. I am from the Northeast. I am a Boston girl. I think I've touched upon that before, my love for more or west, what what? <laughs> um, I live in Massachusetts, and um every other day here in mass, you hear a story of Walmart's being a big target for certain groups of people who are targeting young mothers with young daughters for sex trafficking you know, cult type thing. I mean, it's just a crazy, scary world. And, you know, I try to have, I have a 10 year old daughter and I try to have conversations about certain things just to make her smarter and aware of her life and her surroundings. And, you know, she just, stop mom. Like you're crazy. Like the world's not like that. And you know what? It is. And, you know, she can give me the eyes all she wants, it, but at least she's hearing me. And I kind of feel that way about the fans of GH right now doing the same thing about the storyline, rolling their eyes, saying like, okay, whatever, you know, the big bad monster. But it's like, okay, say what you will, but you're hearing it. And hopefully some of it will stick with you and you will continue, you know, to keep that in the back of your mind and at least whatever you heard, it's a little bit of knowledge that you may not have had before. I don't know. I, I like stories that are coming from a place of reality. Um, it makes it more believable. It makes it a learning experience. Um, yeah, it's a soap opera too in that, that it's drama. And so I, I feel like it's actually a really good story for daytime. Um, I do have good news in that I think Shiloh's part in all this is probably going to come to an end a lot sooner than later. Um, so for the fans that really can't stand this story, I feel like it will be over sooner rather than later, so you can have that to you know, make yourself feel a little bit better. Um, so yeah, besides that um, whole Willow and Harmony thing, the other big shocker of the day is the fact that what is Sam going to do? Is Sam going all the way with freaking Shiloh to prove a point? Like, I don't even know what, why? Like, can't you say like, oh my goodness, my baby daughter that I haven't seen in like months is, you know, having a fever. I really need to get to her. Like, can't you miss, you know, private eye con woman, think of a reason to get out of that flipping room and run, 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 run. run. And I know I've possibly have said on podcasts, I know I've said online that I'm I love Jason Morgan and all that, the character of Jason Morgan, I, you know, have been a ride or die Jason Morgan fan from the get, since he's come back, I've kind of, I mean, he's still an attractive guy, I'm not gonna lie about that, but the, you know, the way the character's going and everything for the most, and Sam too, like, I don't know what these writers are doing with my J-Sam here, but um, I know I've said that I'm I'm kind of sick of him of always being the hero, like, I know he is the hero, but we have... So many attractive, yummy men on our cast here. Why can't we use some more? Like, you know, too much of a good thing sort of thing, you know? You don't want to overdo it. Let's give everybody a little bit of time and fun. But with that being said, where the hell are you, Jason? I'm ready for you to come in now. This would be a great time for you to play superhero. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's where we're at here at GH. I'm still enjoying it, still wanting to see where everything goes and leads up to. And um here I am waiting for two o'clock to see what is happening. Where are we going? I'm along for it. Um check me out on Facebook again. It's GH Talk with LP. Um today's question for Wednesday is work out hashtag workout Wednesday. Um we have four choices for you online. We have Mr. Jason Morgan, we have Shiloh, and we have Curtis, and Michael. Give me your choice of who you would like to get hot and sweaty with in the gym. Um, Like I said before, thank you for tuning in. Hope to see you all tomorrow. Um, Until then, have an awesome day. Enjoy GH, and take care. Be safe. Bye.